0: This is A Word, a podcast from Slate. I'm your host, Jason Johnson. Video gaming isn't just for kids, or for bitter white guys living in their parents' basement. Lots of us kick back with our consoles every night, more fun, or just a blow of steam. And for some folks, it's big business.
1: Now, what do we want to play on? Player, hustler, thug, gangster, G-unit, soldier. You know what? Honestly, who are we trying to impress? Let's be a player.
0: The challenges of breaking into professional gaming while black. Coming up on A Word with me, Jason Johnson. Stay with us. Welcome to A Word, a podcast about race and politics and everything else. I'm your host, Jason Johnson. Get ready, player one. In a time of pandemic and depressing headlines, millions of Americans have turned to online video gaming for a good time and an escape. But playing games is even more fun with friends. And for thousands of fans across the country, Brianna Williams is that best buddy who can turn a gaming session into an actual Mario party.
1: Time was over. Why did you break my back end like that? I know what I said, but he did break my back end. Who won? (gasps) I won?
0: Better known as Story Mode Bay, Brianna Williams is one of a small but growing number of black women tapping into the multi-billion dollar online gaming business. Williams is an avid gamer, content creator, and Twitch ambassador. She has been profiled by InStyle Magazine and Yahoo and recently got verified on Twitter. And Brianna Williams joins us now. Welcome to a word
1: thank you so much for having me
0: okay so brianna in in preparation for this i was on your channel and was following you as you were playing 50 cent and g unit presents bulletproof which is <laughs> which is a fun and ridiculous game and an example of like all the things that 50 cent had managed to get his fingers into
1: 50 cent the hardest mother- on the streets a lot Found out the I would do the same if I had my own video game. This and level of dramatics and extraness, yeah, I, I understand. I can't even be mad. You just There's brought all the G in there, huh? Know.
0: Do you find it more fun when you get to play video games that are actually, like, based on, like, pop culture figures? Like, is it more fun to play The Avengers because you know The Avengers? Is it more fun to play Bulletproof because you listen to 50 Cent's music? Or is it more the gameplay and less the characters you get to play?
1: I feel like it's a little bit of both. So, on my YouTube channel, I've been trying to experiment and figuring out what I want to do. And I've been playing a lot of PlayStation 2 games. Not only is it nostalgic, it's my favorite console of all time. I find it really interesting that there were so many older games with celebrities and pop culture references and based off of movies and shows, and they don't really have that anymore. Now, with that being said, you know, oftentimes these older games are clunky. Uh, (laughs) The gameplay isn't always where i would like it to be but ultimately i had fun and it's relatable because yeah i listened to 50 cent and g unit back in the day
0: for listeners who aren't familiar with online gaming and content creation just give everybody a brief idea about what you actually do
1: Well, I feel like the, you know, big assumption is that I sit down and I play video games and people pay me for it. But (laughs) there's so much more that goes into it. It's really creating content and putting yourself out there for the masses. Uh, And sometimes that's very nerve wracking. Even when I started creating content, I didn't use a camera because I was extremely nervous about putting myself out there and having people judge me just on the way I look being a woman being black. And I was like, No, I'm, I'm just gonna get comfortable a little bit. But you know, now I love it as uh, time consuming as it can be sometimes creating content and putting yourself out there. So it's a lot of work that goes behind it,
0: honestly. What brought you into gaming? Because demographically, right, the image of gaming probably wouldn't have been what attracted you. Was there a particular game or was there something about the experience? What brought you into this?
1: Well, I have been playing video games since the 90s. My first introduction to video games, I was... I don't even know. So young. Three, four, five maybe. And I remember going to my dad's job and he was at his computer at work playing this game called Doom. And Doom is such a... It's a, it's a classic game. But back in the 90s, it was blocky and pixelated. And it's like what is going on? What's happening? But as a kid, I was just so amazed by what I was seeing. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, I got to get in on this. So fast forward a couple of months or however long it was, my parents bought me my very first PlayStation one, Crash Bandicoot two was my first game ever. And the rest was history. Since then, I have had some sort of controller or mobile device stuck to my hand.
0: With that in mind, what are some of your favorite games, right? And for the people who view your content, what have you found is, is sort of your feedback? Why do people like you and, and what kind of games do you like to play?
1: you know, the name Story Mode Bay, it comes from me loving to play story based games. I love games with a good narrative, something that makes you feel emotion, whether it's sadness or angriness or happiness, um, something that really, you know, captivates you. And as far as me personally, what to expect? um, Hmm. I am just sometimes a ball of bubbly energy, and I can't help it. Um, I do think I'm funny on occasion. I try to, you know, crack a cute little joke here and there. I might be a little corny sometimes. Um, But ultimately, I am um, a huge lover of video games, but pop culture as well. I am unapologetically black in everything that I do. I feel like for so many years working jobs at restaurants and retail and, you know, even going to college, I had to code switch so many times. It's like I had to hold back who I truly, truly was. And so, you know, with streaming and content creation, because this is me and my brand, oh, you gonna get all of me and you're either going to like it and relate to it or you're not going to like it and you're going to click off and that's fine too.
0: we're going to take a short break when we come back more on race and representation in the gaming industry this is a word with jason johnson stay tuned you're listening to a word with jason johnson today we're talking about race and representation in gaming with brianna williams also known as story mode bay you created a show called this is dope here's a brief clip
1: happy wednesday happy hump day Happy Black History Month. What is going on, everyone? I am your host, Story Mode Bay, and we are back with another fantastic episode of Black Excellence with This Is Dope Podcast. Everyone, welcome on in. Hello, Twitch chat. Hello, my regular chat. Hello, friends. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you. We have such a fun-filled show today. I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I am to get started.
0: What made you decide to create this kind of show? Was it sort of a personal expression of what you saw lacking in content in the gaming industry? Or or was it something that was sort of requested by your fans and, and viewers?
1: I... I have to give 100% credit to Amon, who used to work over at Twitch. Uh, He actually approached me, and this was actually his idea and his vision. And he took a complete chance on me. Uh, This is Dope was my first time hosting anything, like, at all. I was completely nervous uh, out of my element. And, you know, I'm supposed to highlight so many amazing people and I don't want to let them down. But, you know, once I found my rhythm uh, during that first show and saw how it was being recepted so positively and so many people were like, oh, my gosh, yes, where has this been? Um, There's such an issue on these online platforms with discoverability and being able to find uh, more specifically black creators uh, for whatever reason. That algorithm, mm, that's a whole different conversation.
0: I want to dig a little bit into this, the algorithm, because I think even people who don't know the gaming industry, you know, many people, some of the listeners are aware that that Jimmy Fallon had on this woman, uh, Addison Ray. Uh, who was a white woman, who is like the second biggest person on TikTok. He had her on to do this history of dance thing. And basically, she appropriated a lot of dances that had been made famous and gone viral on TikTok with mostly black creators. And none of those black creators got the shine, but she got to be on Jimmy Fallon. So I think people are becoming aware of the fact that like, yo, black people are coming up with stuff and they're getting overlooked. How has that looked in the gaming industry? Do you find that like, You got to push yourself out there more with a show in order to get the sort of sponsorships or endorsements like how how's the algorithm been overlooking black gamers, even though especially black women gamers are are an increasingly large part of the people consuming?
1: What's interesting with the, you know, Jimmy Fallon thing, I Appreciate that so many people were speaking out and, like, uh, no, you need to credit the correct creators because she's not even doing the dances right. And honestly, I feel like it takes a whole lot of that. It takes a whole lot of pressuring these companies and these brands to do the right thing because nine times out of 10, they're not going to do the right thing. You know, with the gaming industry and again, with that algorithm. It's hard being a black content creator sometimes because oftentimes people are going to look at your stream or look at your video. They're going to see your face and say, oh, no, I'm not clicking on her. She She's going to be too loud, too out of control, too this, too that. I'm not going to do it. And, you know, I don't know the science behind the algorithm, but again, I keep hearing these things on these different platforms, not even Twitch and YouTube, TikTok, even it's so often where black content creators are, you know, not being shown. And it's like, why? Why? Why are you being hidden or shadow banned? It's just real convenient sometimes. And, and it makes me feel a little funny if we're being honest. <laughs>
0: And and for the audience to understand, when we're talking about the algorithm sort of in a colloquial sense, that is the, the mathematics behind where YouTube or where Twitter or any social media outlet sends you. And more often than not, even black content creators who have huge followings, sometimes followings that are much bigger than, you know, similarly positioned white people, for some reason, the algorithm often doesn't point to them. And that's what we're sort of talking about here for people to understand. Now, the undercurrent of that, and you talk about this a lot in, in your programs is you say, look, anybody who turns into your stream, there's no racism, no sexism or hate speech. You know, how much sort of direct racism and sexism do you experience where at this point people are like, well, we're going to leave her alone?
1: Online gaming is just it's just messy sometimes. You know, you log into a server and they're calling you X, Y and Z. Um, I love who I am, but. With content creation and streaming and gaming in general, I feel like I already have two strikes against me. I'm a woman and I'm black. So you're getting racism, you're getting sexism, all of that. So as far as streaming goes, I feel like, you know, I've tried to protect my safe space (laughs) as much as I can, you know, blocking out words that I assume people are going to call me, you know, Twitch and maybe YouTube too, you can type in specific terms that you want automatically blocked out of your channel. So if someone types that, they're automatically going to get, you know, deleted or whatever it is. And so even being a black woman that has to type out 50 different creative ways someone can call me the n-word is like, Yeah, that that's a that's something within itself. Um, I hate to say luckily, but you know, I don't really uh, encounter that much on my channel. I definitely do on occasion. And when I do, you know, I love to talk mess to people, you gonna give it to me, I'm gonna give it to you right on back. So I, I don't want anyone to think that they can get a reaction out of me because ultimately that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you riled up. They're trying to make you mad or make you cry on camera and oh my god, look at what we did to her. So no, I'm, I'm going to talk mess right on back me and the community is going to laugh it off. And that's just what it is. We're going to move on. And then honestly, maybe it's just me growing up with the internet, so to speak. But y'all are not gonna say this to my face. You're really not you're going to hide behind your keyboard because you think you're safe. And so yeah, I'm really not going to give it the time of day as much as I can.
0: We're going to take another short break when we come back more on race and representation in gaming with Brianna Williams. This is a word with Jason Johnson. Stay tuned. You're listening to A Word with Jason Johnson. Today, we're talking about race and representation with gamer and content creator Brianna Williams. You're part of an organization called Black Girl Gamers. What does that group actually do? And I guess also in general, like, what's your mission as far as sort of building up gaming in the black community?
1: So with this group, it really has so many amazing women and people that do play games and they want to have that fellowship and sense of community. And, oh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Can you help me with my stream setup and different, you know, ideas and things like that? And ultimately be in an area with people that you can trust, uh, that you can relate to, who are going through the same things that you're going through black women in gaming, we've been here since the beginning, whether you choose to, you know, look out your basement window or not, like we've been out here and, you know, we're going to continue to show that.
0: Where do you see representation in gaming going? Is it still a constant struggle to say, look, you know, there should be more than one black character in this game. There should be more than one black female character that we can choose from.
1: You know, I think that, you know, developers are starting to understand, but we still have a long way to go. Um, I have a love hate relationship with social media, because oftentimes it seems like, you know, everyone's mad and angry and upset. It's like, okay, let me go ahead and log off. But then on the other side, it really allows people to really voice their concerns and say, hey, why is it that there's no black characters in this game? Or why is it that there's a Black character... But look at look at how you did the skin tone. It's ashy. Look at the hair. I can see the scalp. Like you can't give us black characters as a way to say here, 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 y'all go. Stop complaining. I gave y'all a black character. Oh no, you gonna hear if we don't like that black character. So yeah, I think that developers are understanding because people have been so vocal about you know what they do and don't like.
0: Ultimately, I think we still have a long way to go. What would you tell someone? who's interested in gaming they really like it and they want to turn this into a real job what advice would you give them for where they need to go how they need to start and if not follow your path what's a what's a good path to follow if somebody wants to get into gaming professionally
1: Well, first I say, you know, just give it a try because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, When I first started, I was streaming off of my PlayStation 4. Didn't even know that was possible. I thought I needed all this fancy hardware and this equipment. But nope, I was just streaming straight from the TV. But, you know, in the same token of, you know, just give it a try. I almost want to say you can't expect too much. Uh, Don't go into, you know, streaming thinking, okay, well, it's been a month. Where's the money? Where's the people? Like, what's up? You know, it takes time to kind of build that audience and networking and putting yourself out there and promoting yourself on social media. You have to be your biggest fan for a very long time until people start understanding why you are so amazing. I also have to say, you know, don't try to follow anyone else's path. I know it's so natural for us as humans to compare ourselves to other people and say, well, they've been doing it for this long and they have this. Why don't I have that? But honestly, everyone's path is so unique. And you just have to really trust the process. And if this is something that you want to put time, money, and, you know, really invest in, you have to take those steps and take that time to really build yourself up. It's not easy when you're putting yourself out there on the internet. But if you really want to do this, just understand that it takes time, start slow, but you never know what could happen.
0: Brianna Williams is a content creator, gamer, and Twitch ambassador. Brianna Story Mode Bay, thank you so much for talking to us at a word.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was incredible. Thank
0: you. And that's a word for this week. If you're enjoying a word, please subscribe, rate, and review. Did you know you could be listening to this show ad-free? All it takes is a slate plus membership. It's just one dollar for the first month, and it also helps us keep making our podcast. Sign up now at slate.com slash a word plus. The show's email is a word at slate.com. This episode was produced by Ayana Angel and Jasmine Ellis. Asha Saluja is the managing producer of podcasts at Slate. Gabriel Roth is Slate's editorial director for audio. Alicia Montgomery is the executive producer of podcasts at Slate. June Thomas is senior managing producer of the Slate Podcast Network. Our theme music was produced by Don Will. I'm Jason Johnson. Tune in next week for a word.